As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It's officially the midway point of the NFL season. And we've got something special. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the Chaos Mark Trademark Master. And with me, as always, is AJ Panic Pick Marchese. That is my middle name. Today we're doing our first in-season NFL mock draft in honor of the NFL midway point. So lower your expectations and get excited. And then we'll pick the huge Week 10 matchups. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third, or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. As true football fans, you already know, just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. My bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the reward will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. Okay. ESPN Game Day Celebrity Picker Talk before we dive into the mock, because this is our favorite thing to talk about. We would do the whole podcast about it if we we had that kind of uh, money. We don't have that kind of money. Can't afford it. No, sir. If, if we could afford to have the Game Day Picker on each podcast, like, come on. Just like just a podcast recapping that with the Game Day Picker? There's a market for that type of thing, don't you think? There is, yeah. Uh, anyway... Big they money. were obviously in South Dakota for the North Dakota State-South Dakota State game. For no, no one's quite sure why they picked there. Anyway, Pat McAfee was the guest picker. I'm pretty sure because Adam Vinatieri is an alumni. Pat McAfee obviously played with Adam Vinatieri for years. Pat McAfee 
obviously works for ESPN now, and he's just a joyous person to have on set. I I enjoyed him. I will say that. Uh, Pat McAfee is always enjoyable. The connection's a little loose for me. It's a little loosey-goosey, Rob, but I'll, I'll the take pi- it. We, the pickings were slim, remember? The pickings were really slim, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, but I'm like super biased because Pat McAfee's one of my favorite people in the world. See, I don't like him as a person, but I love him as a player. I'm joking. That's a really him. strong take. <laughs> no, he, like, he also goes back to the OG West Virginia days. That gets a huge boost uh, for me. Me too. I mean, uh, Pat McAfee was legit one of my favorite college punters of all time. Yeah, he's old time Mesco. Oh. <laughs> um, 8 out of 10 for me, Rob. That's pretty good. Is good. I mean, he's just enjoyable, but uh, I like a little little tighter affiliation with the school. Okay. Uh, week 10, a little off the beaten path. They're going to Memphis Love for the it. number 15 South uh, Southern Methodist is at number 24 Memphis. Yep. Uh, who, who's our prediction for the guest picker? Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway so, seems like the smart, obvious choice. Every, I mean, have you ever met anyone who doesn't love Penny Hardaway? I no, I don't think I have. But legitimately, and like everybody, like when you talk about those old Magic teams, him and Shaq, like mm-hmm. I mean, just the best. Plus, played there is now the head coach of the basketball program. It feels easy, right? Dropped a bunch of bags to get a ton of recruits. <laughs> like Memphis is back, baby. Uh, yeah, that feels like the definite. Like it'd be stupid if they went with anybody else. Hmm. Um, I mean, Stephen Gostowski did kick there, though, if they want to continue the <laughs> the special teams trend that they've clearly started. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, do you have any other Memphis alum off the top of your head? Uh, I don't know. Who else? Who else would there be? Uh, Isaac Bruce? Yeah, he... Did he go there? Yeah, he went there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, no one's Possible. sure what he's been doing. Um, Stick with the special teams, Jake Elliott, the goat. That's true. Uh, yeah, there's a there, Derek Rose. I mean, there, there's some, there's some good NBA options, but I mean, if you're going basketball, you got to go Penny anyway. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they haven't gone to the rando country singers as often as they could have this year. This is, you're gonna think this is a like a specifically country band that I'm about to suggest. Okay, but the drive-by truckers. They're, they're like they're, they're like Southern Rock. Anyway, Jason Isbell's went to Memphis. All right, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and that's my cue to move on. But first, <laughs> let's break down the Drive-By Truckers' first three albums. <laughs> okay, start playing it, see if you can get me on board here. <laughs> okay, actually, before this, I, I just wanted to quickly ask you, uh, if Heisman voting today ended, oh or was today, who, who's your first, second, and third? Oh fuck! I'm, you, don't, I'm you, don't, you don't have to back it up with any reasons. I just want to hear it. Uh, it could be, you could say like Shea Patterson. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Beat Notre Dame. No, I'll go. I'll go. Burrow. Uh, Chase Young. Yeah, I said it. And then uh, Tua. He's hurt. I don't know. Okay, I got. Chase, I actually think Chase Young should be at the top. He's not gonna win though. I agree. You know what bothered me? Like, no one was talking about him for it. And they were like, if you're going to talk about a defensive player for it, Derek Brown came up a lot. Which, Derek Brown's been awesome this year, but Chase Young's been the best player in the world. 
ever. In the world. Yeah. And I put him in the Hall of Fame now. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like kind of hypocritical that they're like, now Chase, I know it was a four sack game, but he'd been that dominant all year. So I thought it was a little strange that it like took that to and get no. his name buzzing. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I go young, bro, hurts. Okay. Even though they lost to Kansas State. It's like, I feel like two and hurts are really close right now. Yeah, I gave, I gave hurts the edge because two got hurt. Yeah, no, that's fair. Anyway. This isn't a college football-specific podcast. This is an NFL Draft podcast. And we like to do mocks on the pod, panic, and then hate ourselves. <laughs> we like to do them every couple months to remind ourselves we hate ourselves and yeah. we don't actually know anything and we don't really know why you listen to anything we say. So here we are, uh, back at it. Of course, per usual, we had our official coin flipper, Chris Matsukas. Flip mm-hmm. a coin to decide who would get the top pick. What what did he use? Like a, a 50 uh, cent coin? I didn't know he had this type of merchandise. Did you? <laughs> I had no idea. It, it sounded amazing. I, I we should we should get the clip up. <laughs> we don't I, have I, it. I, I, let's uh, pretend I uh I inserted it. I'm not that good at uh, editing. Just make and, the noise, just make the noise with your mouth. Ching. Wow. Wow, it's heads, which means AJ gets the first pick. And we're starting with the Cincinnati Bengals pick at the top based on the current draft order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, AJ, you're on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, I know, obviously, all the mocks have the Bengals number one now, and a lot of them have it being Joe Burrow, and it kind of feels to me just because people want to go to Miami. Um, I, 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 uh, it's your pick, pal. I'm not helping. I'm No, I'm not trying to. I wanted to talk through the first two picks together. but Fine. I do think Joe Burrow's a better fit. Uh, in Cincinnati, and what Zach Taylor's looking to do. Yeah, Zach Taylor's the coach. I said it. Hot take. <laughs> do, you, do you think they're bringing him back? Mike Brown can't afford to fire him. It's true. It's true. I don't know how much money they own. Uh, I'm going to go with Tua, though. I, I don't know why it's all of a sudden, bro. Like, because sorry. of fit. Sorry? Because of fit. I'm not buying it. I'm going with Tua. I don't like this. Now you've already wrecked the the, the podcast. No, it's it, it. I don't know about the fit. Like uh, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? I'm not sold on the on the whole idea that it's automatically Burrow if it's the Bengals. It's not automatic. It just comes down to fit and what they're looking for and kind of what I think. Just if you look at their draft history and all that. Just anyway, you made the pick. We're moving on. <laughs> I can't convince you now. Uh, okay, Dolphins on the clock, number two. Uh, they got cucked on Tua. Uh, luckily, they're, they're they're tanking even hard with the Bengals, so they, they could still end up with the number one pick. I, I think they do end up with the number one pick. I do, so. too. I do, too. Anyway, they're going to take uh, Joe Burrow if Tua's off the board because you didn't really explain yourself on Tua, but that's okay. I th- I see. Okay, <laughs> I think he's a fine fit, too. I get it. I, I No, I, 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 I understand. It's just, it's you know why I did it to be a little contrarian because it's like automatically if the Bengals are picking they do Burrow and it just feels like they want to get to a to Miami, and I don't feel like like I don't know at this point of saying like Burrow is a better fit like sure but I don't know if both of these teams are tanking. Totally, no, it's it's totally fair. It's totally fair. Uh, just just to talk a little Burrow and why I, I he's currently my quarterback too. Mm-hmm. A lot has changed in my quarterback ranking since the start of the year after grinding some tape this past week. Uh, I, I think Burrow is an instant uh, for a team like Miami. Although there's obviously offensive line problems, he's tough as hell. Um, 
I think I think he plays well under pressure. Great accuracy. I think he might throw the best touch ball in the in the class. Um, actually, someone kind of threw this comparison at me on Twitter, and I kind of like it. It's not perfect, but I was like struggling to think of one for bro. Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers. All right. Just with the combination of his toughness, his leadership, his mm-hmm. like how vocal he is, and then talking, um, his ability to not athletically buy necessarily. Burrow's a pretty good athlete, but buy time um, in the pocket uh, with his footwork, and then um, just the the ball placement and the touch throws he's making. But yeah, I I, I mean, just mi- minus the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like clean cleaner mechanics. <laughs> Uh, also, not as much arm. No, uh, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's crazy how far Joe Burrow's come. It, it's insane. I know. It's. I don't know. Uh, do you think there's a chance the Dolphins want Burrow like over Tua? It's so early in the process. They could, like. I mean, I, th- I think these are going to likely be the top two QBs picked. But I'm sure there will be some NFL teams that, when evaluating the QB class, have neither of them number one and like. Justin Herbert's still. If you like Justin Herbert entering the year, you still like him. If you didn't, you, you don't yeah. like him. Like that's kind of how it is with Justin Herbert at this point. Yeah. So I, I think Tua, Burrow, Herbert, um, and then obviously after them, like Jordan Love's still. I know it's been an up and down year. Jacob Eason's coming on. Obviously Jalen Hurts, Jake Fromm, like those guys are all in the debate. I think clearly Tua and Burrow, at least for me as of now, are the one and two. Mm-hmm. But really, after that, it's kind of like I wouldn't be surprised for different reasons if people are kind of all over the map with their quarterbacks. I think so too. Again, I don't think it's given to his one, and I don't, I don't think it's given that he's a dolphin. Well, I don't yeah, think. no, certainly when the Falcons are taking Chase Young number one. Yeah, if they, <laughs> I, I mean, I think the Dolphins are picking first, but yeah, yeah. I uh, no, I, I don't really see anyone picking first and second other than the Bengals and Dolphins. I can tell you one thing though, Rob. Uh-oh. The first non-quarterback that's going off the board is Chase Young. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. I, well, I mean, if you're smart. Yeah. Unless, I'm, I'm, I mean, no, not necessarily. Based on need, um, especially with a guy like Andrew Thomas at tackle. Like, who would it be, though? Like, if the Jets are... Jets, Washington. Um, if Atlanta's picking third. If, it, if Chase Young's on the board, Atlanta's taking him. Yeah. But like a team like Washington, I don't. They have Montez Sweat and Ryan Kerrigan. They just spent a first round pick on an edge rusher, and their other edge rusher is one of the best players in team history. So I don't think it's a given they would take Chase Young. I uh, no, I guess that's fair. But I mean, uh, and they, they like a team again. They didn't like trade Williams. A, a, a team, yeah, but I mean, joking, that's yeah. not over. Um, in a team like Washington, they have so much already invested in the front seven, and they have so many holes everywhere else. Like I, I don't think it's a given that they would take him. I, that's fair. Especially, I wouldn't... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, especially just because Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder are in charge. That's true. I mean, they did an okay job last year, so... Maybe. Maybe, maybe if Haskins pans out, yeah. Uh, I, if I'm Bruce Allen, which I am right now, and kind of Dan Snyder too, <laughs> I'm not going to pass on uh, Chase Young. It's going to be interesting, too. though. Like, now are you just... Are you trying to trade Ryan Kerrigan? Are you just done with Montez Sweat? I think you can trade. I guess trade Kerrigan. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. Well, I mean, again, he is such a freak talent that it's just too hard to pass on. Exactly. Or just trade the pick for just an absolute halt because you know 
if a team wants Chase Young, they're going to have to jump in front of the Falcons. Yeah, for sure. I mean... I don't know if that would necessarily be in play. Like, it's weird. Washington's kind of like the one team in this top end who... Uh, outside of the team, Bengals and Dolphins because they're going to take quarterbacks, mm-hmm. who would be, like, potentially not immediately taking Chase Young. Denver? I, if they can... That's... Okay, I guess that's fair. No, no, I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm just thinking. I'm just looking at the list. Yeah, I, everyone else, I think it's a... An immediate, like, run to the table, take this guy, he's the best player in the draft. Maybe the Chargers, but, I mean, Ingram's getting up there. Bose hasn't been healthy. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Falcons are now on the clock. Uh, They're pissed Chase Young's off the board because that was the money pick for them. Yeah. They're going to be interesting because their coaching staff's not going to be the current one in place. What? (gasps) I mean, read my last week article. I think it's Eric Biennemi, but hey. Um... If Chase Young's off the board, they've already invested in both their tackles, so I don't think they're going to be like taking mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas, right? I agree. They don't need a receiver, so guys like Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Yee Lamb aren't necessarily in play here. Yep. I think they're kind of looking at, do we value the corners on the board or the AJ Epinesa more? It's kind of where I, they find themselves. I think that's a that's I think that's a conversation. I agree with you, Rob. Um, and for them, I'm going to take AJ Epinesa. Okay. Uh, it's going to be quite dependent on what kind of staff comes in there. I think. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. So this is kind of like, although it's definitely if it's fills their biggest need, they haven't had a consistent pass rusher. Vic Beasley's going to be gone. They couldn't even trade him. Um, and uh, I think adding a guy like Ebenezer, who to me is a lot like Cam Jordan, where he's kind of got this tweener body where it's like he kind of looks like a five tech, but he's such a talented edge rusher with his hands. You're just going to stick him at the edge. He's 6'4", 285. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got all the power in the world. I think he's got impressive explosiveness for an edge of his size. That They're inserted him, and having him, Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones... Um, that's your kind of core in the front seven. See, I think this pick makes sense, obviously, if it's not Chase Young, because they have thrown a, a little bit of picks at the secondary and going like they've obviously not been able to do anything at the edge position. The, the picks they have made have not panned out. So just trying to get Epines in there instead of doing Okuda, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, did, I didn't say his name, but the, yeah, that was the guy who was Okuda or Epines yeah. there. Yeah. We knew it. Don't worry, Rob. You didn't have to say it. Guesses and listeners and AJ just so smart. All, all, all three of you guys. <laughs> Can't pull the wool over our eyes, Rob. Damn. Uh, Sorry, the New York Jets are now on the clock. <laughs> I didn't make it clear. There was a brief pause and a huff. I needed that three seconds to uh, to, to decide this pick. Uh, no. The Jets, I don't think Adam Gase is the coach next year. I think we can all feel pretty confident about that. So another team with a new staff. Uh, regardless... Sam Darnold's still going to be there. You're not going to have anyone in the offensive line. And Andrew Thomas is on the board. So you're pulling the trigger on that. Yeah, I think that's the – especially it, – it, it almost doesn't matter if Adam Gase is there. Like, well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Because yeah. Joe Douglas will be. Yeah. And I think he's made it pretty clear he wants to invest in trench play. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew Thomas is got all the tools to be a franchise left tackle. Fills their biggest offensive need. Uh, and they just need to protect Sam Darnold. I mean, and hire an entire new staff, but still. That's all they got to do is protect Sam and, and hire an entire new staff. But, yeah, it's the Eagles' way to uh, keep investing on the, in the trenches, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> Baltimore's as well, and those are two places he came from. True. Yeah. Um. Quickly, do sure. you think there's going to be much of a debate between Andrew Thomas and Tristan Wirfs? No, I don't. I mean, uh, it's hard right now. Uh, right now, I'll say Thomas I, is the clear guy, but yeah, no, yeah. no, I, I, I agree. I, I think Wirfs might be viewed like, um, higher in the eyes of people like us versus the actual NFL. I, I think Thomas is a top five lock, barring more quarterbacks. Yeah, the the only thing I think I agree I agree with you. The only thing that would actually push him out of the top five is quarterbacks. Yeah, so say say I'll say Thomas goes between one and six, and I think Werfs goes between six and twelve. Yeah, okay, I like I like that take. I like it a lot. Thank you. Uh, okay, yes, six New York back to back. New York Giants are on the clock. Um, I'm immediately thinking uh, offensive tackle. I mean, it's still an issue. They even were looking to trade Nate Solder at the deadline. Uh, yeah. Right tackle right now is Mike Remmers, and he's been terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guess what? Tristan Wirfs is one hell of a right tackle. So it might not be the sexy pick, like with guys like you, – you could still fill, obviously, a wide receiver hole. Sure, yeah. But at the same time, like Darius Slayton's come on a little bit as a rookie. You've invested in both Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate. Obviously, Evan Ingram at Ted. Like there's – more holes among the offensive line than the playmakers on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think there's an edge rusher worth this pick right now. Yep. Uh, and you've you kind of invested in your defensive backfield already. Kind so of. I, yeah. I mean, like they they spent first round pick and uh, made a trade to acquire um, Jabril Peppers. Like they could totally go Jeffrey Okuda here. I'm not like poo pooing that, but. I just think Tristan Wirfs makes the most no, sense. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I think this pick makes a lot of sense. So they pull the trigger on Wirfs, plug him right in at right tackle, he immediately becomes their best offensive lineman and gives him an absolute run mauler uh, and just technically sound tackle. Makes sense. Like, you know, the, the Hernandez pick two years ago, another run mauler. Uh, obviously, the Saquon pick. They want to run the football. It's pretty clear. So, I mean, if they keep doing that, it's what they're going to do. Even though it makes no sense, it's what they're going to do, Rob. Retweet. Uh, okay, seventh, Denver Broncos on the clock. What are we thinking? Let me ask you, is Vic Fangio still the coach next year? It's tough right now, right? It is. I don't think it's a given. But I also don't think, like, like John always too stubborn to just admit he's wrong that quickly. It feels like it feels like Fangio's paid his dues in the NFL for so goddamn long that he's going to earn a little more respect than to be a one-and-done. Yeah, and they've dealt with a lot of injuries, and like now Joe Flacco's gonna be out, and they're starting Brandon Allen. <laughs> yeah, but and like Bradley Chubb tore his ACL earlier in the season. Yeah, they've just had a lot go wrong. Uh, but on the other hand, they feel a little dumpster fiery. Uh, no, no, for sure. So I, I, I but I'm I, not. I'm. I, I think like, it's like fifty-fifty right now. I don't, obviously, like Vic Fangio hasn't done a good job. Yeah, but at the same time, I think it starts with Elway. But like, also yes. at the same time, you, you and I have been. Very anti-Elway for multiple years. Yeah. And now I think the world's really starting to come around to that. Yes. So. <laughs> like, I mean, we were like, he, he didn't build those Super I guess the second one, but it was all easy for agent signings. I know it's easier said than done, but. He did, no, he, you can't deny he did a good job acquiring free agents early on. That was like what he did, is acquire free agents. He just can't draft. He can't draft. 
he got lucky with Vaughn being there already and Elway. Um, Elway, wow. Peyton wanting to go there and yeah. So what are you thinking at seven? I don't know. <laughs> Sick. All that talk for nothing. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't land on if Vic will be there or not. Uh, draft their quarterback. I think I think that's what I'm going to do, Rob. Like Okuda's there sitting and he interests me here. But uh, is John Elway going to be able to say no to Justin Herbert? I don't know, honestly. I think, like, I know they took Drew Locke in the second round, but I don't think it's a, like, a lot of people seem to think it's a given they're knotted on a quarterback. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. Again, it it wasn't a top 10 guy. I think, like, if you're not, like, if if it wasn't a quarterback that you drafted in, like, the top 20, I think they're open to making a change. And obviously, Locke hasn't played at all, so it's not like he's been impressive. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling the trigger on Justin Herbert. I think LP won't be able to turn him down right now, Rob. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he checks all the classic LA boxes. Wait, does that mean I shouldn't like Herbert as much as I do? No, no, no. Don't worry. He, he checks all the Parcells boxes, too. So. Oh, thank God. And you know me and the Parcell, the <laughs> yeah. Parcell rules. Um, no, I, I I, mean, I wonder if we're going to see Drew Locke at some point this year. If if. He uh, gets healthy enough to play because I don't really want to watch Brandon Allen. Why, like, for real? Like, they should, they should just. I don't want to rush him back, but, like, get him in there. Okay, the Cleveland Browns are now on the clock. They're pretty, they're pretty upset they've already missed on Wirfs and Andrew uh, Andrew Thomas, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of early to consider some of the other tackle options. I personally it is. think. I also I agree with you, Rob. Um, it's kind of a cloudy class to me after the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they who's like who's like the third guy right now? You think like do you have Leatherworth there? Or? I'm not the big. I actually like the other Alabama tackle a little more, Jedrick Wills. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, he's my third tackle right now. Fair, and, but that the to the point is it is cloudy. Yeah, Le- Leatherwood, um, Prince Tigo Winoga, like they're both really high upside. A safe guy is Lucas Yang yeah. from TCU, but he's out for the year now. And yeah. then after that, I think it kind of falls off a little slightly more, and you get to like the Liam Eikenbergs, the Alaric Jacksons, those types. Yeah. I think Jedrick Wills is really a guy who could move up the board big time, um, along with what uh, um, Leatherwood and Winoga. And then obviously, I mean, Josh Jones from Houston's been getting a ton of high end. Sure. I, I have him in like the 80s on my board right now, but. It um, feels like all of these guys could get pushed up because the NFL is so tackle needy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but again, at eight, like, no, I'm not taking no. any of those guys, even if I am Cleveland. Like, yeah, I, I, if, I if you're set on a tackle here, you, I think you got to trade back. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and if you look at the rest of the roster, it's like. They're not spending this pick on a wide receiver. Nope. Which is it's crazy. Like, look at the the wide receivers could pop, fall down the board because of the the need at other big it, important positions in the talent there. It's interesting. No, for sure, it's interesting because you know I I I don't think it's gonna happen just because one I think one of these teams is just gonna get hungry when they see uh, Jerry Judy. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Um, I'm gonna throw this thought at you. Just because the Browns are a really weird team, because in theory they don't have a lot of holes, even though they do, other than the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Grant Delpit could fall here. That honestly, that was my that was my first thought. Like they have some issues at safety, yeah. uh, opposite Demarius Randall. Like they're playing like a Eric Murray and Morgan Burnett kind of yep. there, and I think Grant Delpit really secures your young, talented secondary. He becomes a defensive weapon. Uh, I I don't know for sure that this is the staff that's going to be there next year. I mean, hey, read my last week's article and yeah, I, I threw Chris Richard's name as a potential landing spot, Cleveland. Uh, and in that case, like a Grant Delpit is, he's got all the tools to be, uh, I think, an All Pro safety. Yeah, so, I, I like that. We're, we're going to take him. We're going to take him. And he, I mean, look at Dorsey with a guy like, um, uh, wow, Eric Berry. That I blanked for a second. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't Eric, know where you were going Eric, Eric Berry in Kansas City, and like how yeah. much he got out of him, and used a high pick on him. I, yeah. I think similar thought process. No, for sure. Okay, nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Fuck. <laughs> They love picking corners, Rob, but they've done it so much. Can they pass on Okuda? <laughs> Beats me. I don't know. Like ugh. that would be that feels like not the. I mean, especially they do have a hole at quarterback. Do they? Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> let's hold on. Let's, let's start from the start. Uh, they they need edge, but there's I think JPP is back, but. <laughs> There's no one here that I would take. Yeah, it's too early for we the already talk like, about, yeah, edges. We already talked about the tackles. So too early still. Yeah. Okuda's an easy pick, but uh, are they going to let Todd Bowles ride in night with those guys? I don't know. You start looking at quarterbacks. Um, there's already three off the board. I don't know. Like, who who is it, though, for you, Rob? I think Jacob Eason fits a lot of the Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians. type. I agree with you. At the same time, I don't know if Bruce Arians is fully willing to just give up on Jameis. Yeah, I know. But he like, blames the receivers for all the interceptions. That's the thing. I don't. It's I, this is a this is such a tough one because I don't I don't know if he's going to give up on him either. They're a little like dumpster fiery too. I don't know. Keep drafting receivers, baby. <laughs> they could. <laughs> what about? Fuck, see, uh, I know the receivers are going to go, but they're, they're slipping a bit. Anyways, uh, this is what, okay, this is our scenario. Winston signs for another year, just one year, but they take Jacob Eason and develop him. Okay. All right. And I think, yeah, they'd be the only QBs you'd be looking at here are Jordan Love and Jacob Eason. I think yeah. Jacob Eason just kind of fits more what you're looking at. The downfield passing that Arians loves. Um, Just the big body. Yeah. Um, he's also... Yeah. Uh, Just a, a more classic pocket pass. Like, not... I'm not, like, comping him to Carson Palmer, but he's got some Carson Palmer to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually... He reminded me a little bit of Jameis when I watched him, <laughs> like uh, his freshman year at Georgia specifically. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense uh, if that's their guy. I just, yeah. So I honestly think if they, for Bruce Arians, if they were looking at Eason or Herbert, that they would go Eason. I uh, I don't disagree with you. Um, okay, 10th overall, the Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock. Starting to feel like they missed their Super Bowl window. Mm. It sucks. They just good. fired their offensive coordinator. Ken was in hot. Yeah. Anthony Lynn could be on the hot seat. Yeah. Um, I personally don't think he should be. 
but here we are. Uh, they've got offensive line issues. They um, do. They also, at some point, they're going to have to start thinking about the future without Philip Rivers. Yep. Who's been a hot name for a potential QB to leave. Uh, yeah, the, uh, he, he has been. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, and then they, they've already invested in the defensive line. They've invested a lot of picks in the linebackers. Yep. Um, the secondary, once it's when it's all healthy in theory, it's pretty talented. Mm-hmm. They could be a team looking at Jeffrey Okuda they to could be. find that corner opposite Casey Hayward. Yep. So, to me, I think they're seriously looking at Jordan Love at quarterback. Interesting. Okay. Um. Hell, they could be looking at a receiver. It doesn't feel like the smartest move. But with them sliding, it's possible. I, I Yeah, like if they absolutely love Jerry Judy. It's possible. Um or yeah, so basically I'm thinking Okuda uh or Jordan Love. I uh I don't know. I I like Okuda just cuz he's Good value here. I think it would make sense. But the quarterback position. It's yeah. it's hard to pass up. Right? And like if Anthony Lynn absolutely loves Jordan Love or whoever is coaching next yeah. year, that's the other thing. Or like are they really gonna move on from Philip Rivers? I mean, come draft time we'll know. Yeah. I would hope. Um, and that would make it a whole lot more clear. Yeah. But uh I think if they retain Anthony Lynn, which is what I would do, they spend this pick on Jeffrey Okuda. All right. I, I agree with you, Rob. I like the pick. But I do think it's a serious question. Um, Why are they so bad? I don't know. Their, t- their team is so talented. I know they're always they injured. They just lose in like... the chargeriest ways. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, 11th overall, the Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders Whoa. are on the clock. Um, keep in mind they have uh, another first round pick. They do, yeah, and it's coming up very soon. So, uh, I think because the next pick is the Miami Dolphins, they are taking Jerry Judy because they think the Dolphins will probably take him if they don't. I, I, th- I think that is a good call. They need a true wide receiver one. We've seen flashes. Hunter Renfro's flashing in the slot. Obviously, yeah. Tyrell Williams is a really nice, I think, wide receiver two option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, their passing game has been surprisingly competent. Um, and Darren Waller's looked really good. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, think, yeah, if they have Judy, Hunter Renfro, and Tyrell Williams cooking. With Darren Waller. And, and they, they've done a good job of using Foster Morrow as the tight end, too. Yeah, and now Jacobs, like just as the, the offense as a whole, Jacobs done a really good job as a rookie. And they're just getting the ball into Derek Carr's hands quick. Mm-hmm. You got something there. No, I totally agree. I think that's like a no-brainer pick for them. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. Okay, the Dolphins are on the clock, full of holes. Uh, they obviously need receivers, like you mentioned, the Raiders taking Judy, so the Dolphins can't. Uh they could go all kinds of directions here just yeah. because, again, so many holes. But, I, I mean, with the receivers kind of falling, they can't risk one of the top-end guys not being there when they pick again at 22. Mm-hmm. So I think they're, they're debating CeeDee Lamb or Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, I I think it's a serious conversation. I personally have CeeDee Lamb above Henry Ruggs. 
but Ruggs fits the mold of the exact receiver the NFL is loving right now. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, does it factor into our mock that they didn't land Tua? Just, uh, I th- it's funny because I, I think Burrow kind of fits more that Patriots passing game. Yeah. Than Tua, if, like, I'm just looking at it that way. See, I, I, going back to the original, I don't think Tua is a bad fit for the Bengals either. Like, no, I, I don't think so either. I, mm-hmm. um, if you were the Dolphins, are you taking Lamb or Rugs here? I'm taking Lamb, but I have Lamb over Rugs. So I do too. I just think, uh, just in terms of what the NFL's thinking, mm-hmm. and um, just Rugs overall get the ball in his hands, make things. I'm not. I mean, CD Lamb does it too. He just. He's not the same athlete. I'm going to go C.D. Lamb because I think he's the more complete wide receiver. I agree with you. And He reminds me a ton of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, he's just a freak. Oh, I mean, all three, Judy, Lamb, Ruggs, stars. Uh, okay, 13th overall, the Oakland Raiders. What are you thinking? I, I think uh, I think the Raiders are pretty pumped right now that uh, they got Jerry Judy. And they got the chance to land another freak, and they, uh, I think they're running to the podium to take Isaiah Simmons. I'm so happy we're on the exact same page. Yeah, I think that's just an easy pick. They have nothing at linebacker. Yeah, and it's like, it feels like for years we've talked, like the Raiders need to get in the, they finally get in on it. I think, yeah, with, uh, especially because Dylan Moses' injury, Isaiah Simmons yeah. has really stepped it up, and I think the way he's going to test, he's going to end up being that clear linebacker one guy. I, he, I, he's my, He might be my favorite player to watch in the entire draft. Just the combination of, his, like the way they use him, lining him up like overhang at true line, but like just all over the mm-hmm. place, and he can cover backs and tight ends and even slots. And then he is such an aggressive playmaker, too. You, you know, why? it just seems like a guy that both uh, Gruden and Mayock will fall in love with. He also already, fit, they have all the Clemson players anyway. Exactly. They've already gone to Clemson so many times that it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and think, it's such a need. I think that's going to be a pick that um, with one of their f- first. That most people are going to be mocking, like yeah. that's going to be like the classic, like you know how there's always like one guy in like kind of not necessarily early, but like just, in the middle where it's just like this is going to happen, in. and then, like yeah. everyone keeps, and like we were doing that with the Raiders and Josh Jacobs last year, exactly, yeah, and it feels like that's going to be the guy this year. Yep, I, I fully agree. Okay, the Arizona Cardinals are now on the clock at fourteen. Um, they. Uh, Similarly to the Dolphins, they can go all kinds of directions because there's mm-hmm. lots of holes. Um, I mean, offensive line is obviously an issue, but again, just it's there's not like a really justifiable guy to take here. They could like this could be the reach, but yeah. I also think they're not out on wide receivers, even though they spent some picks on them. <laughs> it's an interesting conversation, yeah. Because Andy Isabella's done next to nothing. Um, uh, Hakeem. Um, Butler's been injured the entire rookie year. Keyshawn Johnson looks interesting. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously, Fitzgerald's getting up there in age. They, they've used Demir Bird as, like, their go-to deep threat. And, like, Christian Kirk's more of that underneath yak guy. So I think with Henry Ruggs on the board, they would seriously consider it because he fits that deep threat role perfectly. I agree. Um, I, I agree. It's interesting, but they have so many goddamn holes. And then, like, there's still, like, a guy like Derek Brown on the board. Yeah. Who could just be a disruptive monster inside for them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of think they're looking at uh, either reaching on offensive linemen. 
mm-hmm. taking Henry Ruggs or taking Derek Brown? I uh, feel the same way. And Brown's interesting because they play a bit like that um, kind of hybrid 3-4, and he can play nose, he can play one-tech, he can play three-tech, I think he can play five-tech. Like, he reminds me a lot of Hakeem Hicks, who obviously plays in technically a 3-4 front. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that'd be a really interesting um, match there. I like that. No, I mean, they don't have many, like... Chandler Jones still producing, but on the actual defense line, there's not much. Yeah, like, Zach Allen feels like the only guy they see a immediate future with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I'm yeah, screw it. I'm going to take Derek Brown. You need to spend picks on the trench play, both sides of the ball. No offensive lineman here is a surefire thing. I think Derek Brown comes in, gives you a disruptive monster on the inside to compliment Chandler Jones on the outside. Well, I like that pick. If, if Brown didn't go there, he could have slipped a little bit. Just look at the teams are coming up. I but at the same time, I do think Henry Ruggs would be a really nice fit with Kyler Murray. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Philadelphia Eagles on the clock. I think Ruggs is in play here for them, Rob, because uh, when Deshaun Jackson hasn't been on the field for them this year, uh, you've noticed it. They want that deep threat. I, I think that's totally in play. Also, it's hard to ignore secondaries needs. Yeah. I, I, so I think this is like a, a like a, a like a wants or a need situation. But they, like, I mean, they have Deshaun Jackson under contract. They, mm-hmm. they have Alshon. They, I mean, they they signed JJW, but they, they drafted uh, yeah, JJ Segal Whiteside. Yeah, on day two. Like I don't think wide receiver in. Yeah, I just don't think that's something that. Is their biggest issue right now? Although it's not. You can see the effects of not having Deshaun Jackson for sure, but they have mm-hmm. another contract going forward, so it's not like he's gone. No, exactly. Um, so I think just with how bad that secondary's been, I, I think they got to look there, uh, specifically corner. Uh, who's your next corner? Let me ask you that. Uh, I have a mishmash. Because it's all over the place right now to, to see who the next guy is, really. Um. With Bryce Hall's injury and mm-hmm. all questions, like it's for me, I think it's Paulson and Debo. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I, like Diggs has been a bit of a riser right now too. Yeah, I really like what I've seen from him this season. Um, Fulton. Yeah, um, the, those are the three guys I think you'd really be looking at here. Yeah, and they're all kind of tight, and it just depends who the Eagles like. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell. That's why you make the pick, pal. I know. I'm thinking, man. Oh, I'm going to panic. Uh, I'll, I'll take Paulson Adibo. I think that's the right move. <laughs> Thank you. I think that makes sense. I, I really do think that they would have toyed with Henry Ruggs, but you're right. Um, Jackson's still under contract. He's getting up there, but still. Uh, but they like, just extended him, so that's why uh, I, I, uh, I free from that thought. Yeah, I think that's fair. And like, the secondary has just been such a shit show. Okay, 16th overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already got their QB of the future in Gardner Minshew. They have, like, the weirdest wide receiver core in the league. That's not bad. DJ Chark's a star. Yeah. Chris Conley's producing a lot. Um, obviously, D.D. Westbrook has a slot. Like, I don't think wide receiver is the big issue that I previously had thought about. I agree with you because, again, with the emergence of Chark. And... Like, Chark looks like a legit guy. He does, yeah. And, like, I think D. D Westbrook out of the slot is a very comfortable guy to have. 
And then, yeah, Chris Conley's look quite good, and they have, like, Keelan Cole still, and they have Marquise Lee, under, even though they just placed him on IR, they still have him yeah. under contract forever, because I don't know what's going on there. Um, obviously, they trade Jalen Ramsey. Correct? They did? Oh, yeah. Wait, did they? They did. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, I still can't believe it. They have another first-round pick coming up. Um, so, I think they they would uh, be looking at corner. Yeah. Um, you obviously took a Debo. We talked about it. There, there's a ton of talent here. Um, Fulton, Diggs, I think, are the next guys you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they look there. They're kind of, like, in theory. I mean, there, there's some questions around what's going on with Telvin Smith, but if he's back next year. Yeah. Um, they spent a high pick on a tight end already. Not that there's any to take here. I just wanted to mention they love tight ends. They do. Um and like the, the, I think in theory they think they're their two tackles. They do, yeah. So it's really interesting. I think corner is kind of that first place you're looking, which they didn't need three weeks ago. But yeah, I know it's funny. Um, I agree with you. I'm gonna take uh, Trevon Diggs here. Okay, and let me quickly add that the, the receiver class is so deep, and they have another pick and three picks. So yes. And what's making me take Diggs over Fulton um, mm-hmm. is I think oh, I think Diggs is going to kill the combine first of yeah. all. Yeah. He's also absolutely massive. Yeah, like for he's six sure. one with these long ass arms, and I think that's just something they're going to want press corner. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Titans are on the clock at seventeen. Oh, the, the Titans. It tends to go in a lot of directions. Uh, they obviously confirmed that Marcus Mariota is not in their future plans, so quarterback could easily be one of them. I'm with. I think I'm going to go that direction. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a guy for Tennessee. I don't think Jake Fromm is a first round pick. So I am going to take the flyer on Jordan Love here. I think that's uh, something I agree with. I think yeah. they have to figure out their OC situation. Um, I, uh, I, I don't think Arthur Smith is the, the guy. <laughs> no. Sorry, I think they, they got to get someone smart, creative in there. Try and, try and poach someone who's talked to Sean McVay, maybe. <laughs> they did that with their last OC hire. He became the Packers' greatest head coach in history. That's true, yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, get a creative offensive guy who's going to take advantage of Jordan Love's absurd arm talent mm-hmm. and uh, ability to throw on the run. Okay, 18. Troy Lines on the clock. Uh, no one's exactly sure if they're good or bad. It's true. They're uh, they're a team who they've spent money on the front seven. Yeah, but they still don't have consistent edge. But there's just not like again a guy here uh, that I think you're necessarily bonkers about. Mm-hmm. They've also they're just in a weird spot because they're Detroit <laughs> Lions. Like, Their team is really weird. You're, I know. The roster's weird. They're playing weird. It's weird. I think corner makes a ton of sense here. They also, like, Darius Slay doesn't maybe seem like the happiest guy. No, he's not. I think he's, they're just going to take Christian Fulton. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, they got Nickel uh, figured out. We know that. Uh, if Slay wants to stay there, they got him figured out. But opposite of him, um, they drafted Ardu Ardu kind of high, but, like, there's been no answers there, right? So... I think the full to pit makes They draft sense. him in the fifth round. Is that kind of high? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of high. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Their they're secondary is weird. I like the pick. Uh, 19th overall, the Panthers are on the clock. 
Tegan's is a pretty big receiver. Can they say no to that? I don't know. I'm just joking. The <laughs> Panthers. Another team that I don't know. The Panthers are a weird one. Um, we know they're not looking at quarterback, or are they? No, I'm joking. They're not. Um, their secondary is a little up in the air, I guess, in some pieces. I don't know. This is a weird one. Um, they're another weird team to me. Keep saying how weird they are. Mm. Okay. How weird How weird are they, Rob? Scale 1 to 10, how weird do you think Carolina picks, is? Figure this thing out. Let's get the show on the road, pal. <laughs> You're going to make me panic pick, Rob. Um, oh, God. Let me think. Uh... I am going to go to the <laughs> interior of the defensive line. And I'm going to t- keep a guy in the Carolinas and take Javon Kinlaw, Rob. I think that... The, sorry? You have a lot invested already in there, but okay. Yeah, but McCoy's on the line. Like he's, he's getting out there. Poe is Poe. Getting another house record on the interior defensive line. I think it makes a lot of sense. Butler, they have uh, KK Short... Yeah, I think it makes sense, Ralph. Definitely wasn't a panic pick. Uh, okay, Jaguars on the clock. They're just going to take the best player available for their offense, Henry Ruggs. Yep. Here, get that burner. Um, I think getting a guy like Henry Ruggs mixed in there with... I don't think Chris... Con- like, Chris Conley's obviously been producing, but I don't think they think he's, like, the definite guy there. Um, and, and you get Ruggs upside uh, as a return man as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are on the clock at 21. Uh, I think that they, I mean, the interior defensive line could have been a big need for them. Uh, they they're not going to get it here. Raekwon Davis still on the board. Yeah, I get. It. I, 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 we've talked. I'm not a huge Raekwon Davis fan. Um, if Marvin Wilson keeps ascending, it's possible. No, if Gallimore keeps ascending, it's possible. Um. State, I mean, obviously they tried to trade for Jamal Adams, but I, I don't, like, like unless Action Davis keeps climbing, I, I don't know if McKinney's their guy. I don't know. They're, they're kind of another weird team. I'm going to keep saying how weird teams are. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, I'm going to take, uh, I'll take Raekwon Davis. Says you don't like Raekwon Davis. I don't, but they probably Rayquan will. That's, that's the thing. I don't like them, but they probably will. They just need help there pretty badly, so. Didn't they already spend a second round pick on a guy? Oh, wait. Yeah, He's but as he, he is worried. Um, okay, Dolphins back on the clock. Uh, obviously, they've got their quarterback in Joe Burrow. they got their receiver in CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite needs everywhere, including their defense, including edge, they're, they're going to go off its tackle because I think they know they need to protect that quarterback they just invested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I love Jedrick Wills, but I think Alex Leatherwood's going to be more beloved by the NFL. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because of the athleticism and the length, and he just fits the mold of a classic left tackle, so that's where they go. Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock at 23. Yeah, um, I think I think you got to keep adding to that secondary, especially a corner. Uh, the top guys are off the board. That kind of sucks for them. Um, I don't know, office line's a need, but... Who would they spend the pick on here? Center. Unless it's a center. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. I think those are, those would be the two spots, corner and center. They got their pick of center, though, so that's kind of interesting. I, uh, I, You know what? I'm going to pull the trigger on the center position. There's obviously two guys, Creed Humphrey and Tyler Beatties. 
I'm, uh, I'm going to take Creed Humphrey, Rob. I think they get that big so presence. So you, you on like the... him more than... Uh... BDs? Yeah. I got, Apparently I got that's Humphrey not over. how you pronounce his name, but I still can't pronounce his name. So. I know, but that's how I'm going to keep doing it. I do like I have Humphrey over BDs right now. It's close, though, but I do. It's like Biodizus or something weird. Yeah, we'll figure it out by the time the draft comes. It upsets me because it sounds like we're saying it right. It does. They're saying it wrong. But we're wrong. Yeah. Anyways, they kind of they get their center. Yeah, I think Ryder's been okay, but betting on him uh, hasn't been the greatest uh, move at center for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Vikings are on the clock at 24. They love taking corners. They do. I actually think Xavier Rhodes has a good chance of getting cut this offseason. Um, Interesting. They he, do love taking corners. You can't, he, he's you can't looked bad. Yeah. Uh, but the, again, there's like not a clear, we had our little run on corners obviously happen already. Yeah. I don't think there's a clear next guy who you would be taking in the first round. Yeah. Um, there's like, uh, like there's a there's, lot of guys like you'd be like happy to take on day two. Yeah, for sure. But like, I wouldn't feel great about taking any of them here. Yeah. So I won't because I don't want to throw up because it will make me sick to my stomach. Okay, that's it's really aggressive, but okay. Just violent puking. <laughs> okay, uh, they could still invest on the offensive line. Yeah, I don't think Riley Reef's the answer at left tackle. Um, they've obviously already invested on the interior of that offensive line, though. Uh, yeah, they're to quote AJ, they're a weird team. Lots of weird, weird stuff team. going on here. There's a lot of weird teams in the NFL should, right now. Lots they, of weird stuff going on there, okay? Should they just take another first-round center? Yeah. And just move, then move Bradbury to guard to be him and Elfline both move from center to guard? Uh, what would, would a shock you're up. Uh, no. <laughs> they, but they want a corner, so. Uh, they're set at linebacker. I can tell you that much for free. Mm-hmm. I think receiver is a serious question, but a BC Johnson starting to step up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I honestly don't know what to do. Trade out. Uh, just because, like, honestly, if there's a quarterback, like if Jordan Love was here, I would take him. Yeah, me too. It's um, such an easy out for me. Uh, Jake Fromm is the same as Kirk Cousins, so why bother? Yeah, that's yeah another thing. I think and, interior defensive line would be uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Marvin Wilson. Okay, I like it. They've he's kind ascended of, uh... a ton. He's got so much upside. I think you look at him and Neville Gallimore, uh, and I think you lean Wilson for the athleticism and just his. Although both have been great this year, they're both freak athletes. I think you're happy taking either one of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they've tried to get the like the three techie guy beside Limbo Joseph for a while, right? And, and I think Marvin Wilson's more of a pure three tech. Obviously, yeah. Gallimore plays a lot of nose, even though yep. he. I think he's fine to play three tech, but yes, yeah, Marvin Wilson for that upside. All right, uh, Buffalo Bills are on the clock. I think they're looking at either wide receiver or edge. Uh, kind of upset that none of the guys slipped to them, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if T. Higgins is a fit. The fuck? If you're taking T. Higgins in the first round, you're gonna crack. Exactly. Uh, I don't I don't know if they want Sh- uh, Lavisca Chanel. I mean, they already did Sammy Watkins before, so Ex- exactly. So I, I think I think you you look to edge. Um, Whoa, no love for my boy Tyler Johnson. Damn, dude. First round? You, do you like him that much? I do. Yeah, he's uh, 24th on my big board. 
Whoa, I'm picking 25th, but <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like if they're going to take a first-round guy. Uh, I think after those first three guys that we obviously had go already. It's all over the place. Like, it's quite all over the place. Like, you mentioned, like, Chenault's going to, I think he's going to be very, like, some people are going to love him, some won't. Same as Higgins, same as Rieger, to be honest. Uh, I feel like everyone's going to love him. I think Rieger's played himself out of being a first-round guy unless he blazes Runs. in 40. Yeah. Um, Tell Tyler Mollis is a guy yeah. who's really helped himself. I think mm-hmm. you and me both have him in our top six receivers, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but no, uh, again, with that whole mishmash of guy, you think they can get one in the second round, right? So let's look at Edge. Um, I think, I, I think, I think it'd be a tough, I'm not the, the highest gross Matos fan, but. Me neither. I think they look at him. I uh, but I'm, I want to take a uh, Clayman Chason. From See, LSU. I think if you're looking at uh, Matos Gross Matos, I don't know how to say it. Oh, God, we gotta learn names. Yeah, total Gross Matos. But then, like commentators are saying it seven different ways. It's not helpful. <laughs> they are Chason. Um, I think with him, you're like if you're looking at those two, they're both very high upside guys, and I think Chason's just a more elite pass rusher. I agree, and I think that's just another fun toy for John McDermott there. Yeah, very versatile. Um, can play off ball too even like I know they're a very straightforward four man front thing Mm -hmm. but I think yeah they could have some fun with him and his versatility and athleticism yeah Uh, so yeah no I like like that I think if they let's say they want receiver here and we're looking at edge in the second round they would be ecstatic if Kenny Willikies was there (laughs) that's that's a good one yeah that makes sense um but yeah, the, it's interesting. The edge class is like it takes you, or like even uh, Anthony Jennings in the second round if they did go mm-hmm. receiver here. Yeah, I think both are quite possible. The, I think that day two edges are really, it's a really interesting group. See, I I, I don't disagree with you, but I'd rather get one of these high upside edges. And no, then... no, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I know, because especially I, I with know the receiver, like the receiver, the day two receivers are more of a sure thing, I think, than the edges. I just like yeah. after those first two guys. I mean, it's Chase Young, it's uh, Epinesa, it's Chase on, and like like I think they're almost all three of them are in different tiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like there's the day two group, and it's almost like pick your poison. No. Uh, okay, my Indianapolis Colts are now on the clock at 26. Um, Chris Ballard's smart, so we're we've re-signed. I'm a wee guy with the Colts now. Yeah, I know, I know. I've disowned the Steelers. Um, we uh, we re-signed Anthony Costanzo in my in my world, so we, we're not spending this pick on a left tackle. Costanzo's been fantastic. It's okay. We'll drop the bag. We have a lot of cap space. Uh, there's like Jacoby Brissett hasn't done anything to make us think we need to make a big move for a quarterback. What we do need is some pass catchers. Whoa. Because, I mean, yes, we, we draft Pierce it's Campbell. Up. He's kind of a bit guy. Like, Zach Pass was playing a lot. We've got <laughs> he's a looking lot of, not bad, though. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's, been, he's a very, I think, like a really nice fourth guy. Because mm-hmm. he adds a ton of special teams, too. Uh, in theory, like, we've got youth at linebacker in the front seven. Um we were like Rocky Sins looked pretty good at corner. Kari Willis yeah. is looking like a big hit. The secondary, I mean, it, it, it could use work, but we're not desperate. I think you go receiver. I think we go receiver too, and I think Tyler Johnson is just that combination of route running and ability to win contested catches reminds me a ton of Devontae Adams, who we know I love. Uh, I, I love his fit with uh, this group. 
And, and like, all, yeah. I think with T.Y. Hilton and him and Paris Campbell, like, all of them can play inside out. Yeah, and they, they complement each other pretty well, too. Yeah, so I think Tyler Johnson is... Uh, I think he's a guy who, he might not run the fastest 40, but some people like me are going to absolutely love him, and then some people are just going to... Like, because he does have concentration drop stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a, a, another guy who's very polarizing as, as we get to the draft, but I'm very mm-hmm. high on him. He's a guy I'm banging the table for. Okay, the Seahawks. AJ, you ended up getting a pick for your Seahawks. You're on the clock. Yeah, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> Take a running back. I, dude, they might They might look at it. I mean, they're all there. Swift, <laughs> Taylor, Etienne, Chuba. Like, Maybe they trade got back, the, get one here and trade back in and get another. I mean, they're probably going to trade out of this pick, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. Um, oh, I get to pick for my Packers, too. I didn't even realize. Congratulations, buddy. Fuck, I love this shit. Um, I guess they'd be, I don't know, they'd be looking at Edge, because who knows what's going to happen with Kalani. Uh, interior defensive line, because they always like that position. And, uh, like, I, I kind of, like, just uh, Justin Britt just tore his ACL. I kind of, interest, and he's he's a free agent. Beatty's is really interesting to me here. Um, do, you like, do you like his fit? I think, like, he's, he's I don't know. He's going to be stud as a run blocker. Yeah, like I think Solari would be interested in him. I think Humphrey too, but I... Yeah, if he was there, yeah. Let me say Neville Gallimore is interesting me big time right now too. But I'll, I'll take... Is, it, I'll is take, that now, is, is that just because you love the... Imagine Puna, him, and Jerron Reed as a rotation? Exactly. Like, I mean, the look, they've been trying to find out... fun as hell. They love gigantic athletes in that, at that position. And they like drafting Canadians, so. Oh, that's a good point. And running backs. No. Chuba and, Hubbard. And Chuba. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. So, I'll, I'll say this right now. It's either Galmore or Chuba. Uh, but no, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Biadius okay. from Wisconsin. It's still not right, but I don't know what it is. So, there's nothing I, don't know I can to, do about it. I'll figure it out, I guess, maybe. Okay, I'm picking for my Packers now. The Colts and the Packers, everyone knows. My two teams. Um... <laughs> Is receiver a thought? Maybe. Maybe. But they seem to always just like, we don't care. Like, Alan Lazard's going to catch six touchdowns now. So, we're not doing that. Because we've got the go at quarterback. By the way, I'm a Aaron Rodgers truther now since I'm a fake Packers fan. Yeah, respect. So, yeah, I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I respect that. I don't even remember who you took for the Seahawks. I'm just, like, looking so much into the Packers. The, the Wisconsin center, Rob. Thank you. Uh, I actually did know. Um, there. I, I think linebackers are a big thought with Dylan Moses there, mm-hmm. especially because he falls because the injury. Blake Martinez is a free agent after the year. Oren Burks has obviously battled injuries. They've uh, really lacked athleticism and coverage at linebacker. I think mm-hmm. they probably bring Blake Martinez back on uh, like a relatively solid deal. He's not great, but he. I I agree with you. He's a nice yeah. run defender for them, and like he's been there. Mm-hmm. I think right tackle is really interesting. Brian Bulaga has been awesome when healthy, but he's not been healthy a lot. He's also a free agent after the season. Uh, so I think it's time like they could potentially, barring how they feel about his health, look towards right tackle. And I, I think, think someone's going to pay Bulaga like, too I much. think so too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Because like, I think... The Packers are going to be too smart because they they already know about the injury history. Like to be like, here's a ton of money. 
Um, so I think Jedrick Wills, my boy, is at, p- at play here. And I just took one of my boys for the Colts with Tyler Johnson, so I'm going to do another one here for the Packers. We're going to take Jedrick Wills. Plug him right in at right tackle. We already How hit much... on my boy Elton Jenkins. So. Let me ask you something, though, just because just your boys to your team. How much would you love the combo of Devontae Adams and Tyler Johnson? Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, with the GOAT at QB? With the GOAT, yeah. six Super Bowls in a row. Whoa. Okay, okay. AJ, you're back on the clock for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, you know what? I think the Ravens kind of kind of happy with how the board's falling. I don't know. <laughs> they take Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they they get another runner. Um, anyways, I don't know. Like I think Dylan Moses makes sense here. I think Edge makes sense here. Dylan Moses does make a lot of sense here. Yeah, I know. Uh, I th- again, I think Gallimore kind of makes sense because uh, they, they probably like him too. Uh, wide receiver. If th- also, just. <laughs> You, you mentioned Galmar. Pierce is a free agent after the year. Exactly. So I, I think, like, the, there's and a lot of right. good options here. When you said that, Sorry, I, you I, when you said, like, the board kind of fell really, I was just like, AJ's just filling time. AJ's just saying things to fill time here. I don't know what AJ's talking about. I have not looked at the board in a while. But you're right. It did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, the receivers, uh, no one's reached on any of these guys. Um. But again, I keep talking about how deep the receiver group is. I am going to uh, bite the bullet with the injury and take Dylan Moses here for the for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I think that's just so. Like, I know Ozzie Newsom's not there anymore, but this would be the Ozzie Newsom pick. It's true. Uh, he pl- He reminds me a lot of CJ Mosley too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, it, had he not gotten injured, I think he would have been a top twenty pick. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Anyways, um, it makes too much sense for the Ravens. Yeah, totally. And it's just a massive hole for them right now. Okay, yeah. 30th. New Orleans Saints are on the board. Uh, are they taking Jalen Hurts? I think Sean Payton's seriously going to consider it. Like, I... what, what's Mickey Loomis thinking? He's thinking, <laughs> well, I can play him a little shooting guard too? We're, we're kidding, guys. We know Mickey's not really in charge of the Pelicans anymore. Are you and sure? Just, that joke's never going to die because it's so fucking funny. I, but no one talked about it ever. We did. Yeah, I did. All the time. I want the 30 for 30 on Mickey Loomis. I need to know what he did day to day. He's also been the GM for like for a long time. I, I need it. ESPN. He's been with the Saints since like 02 or 04 or something. That's crazy. Like... He didn't come aboard with Sean Payton. He brought Sean Payton aboard because he's a genius. Did he draft Aaron Brooks? Yeah, and then he signed the Aaron Brooks in <laughs> basketball, too. Making all kinds of moves. He, he loves Aaron Brooks. Shout out to Aaron Brooks. I know he's going to miss the season in China. Pretty bad injury. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, I think receiver's a, a really interesting yeah. way to look, unless they take Jalen Hurts because they're like, what if we could put Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill into one person? <laughs> it's true. Jalen Hurts. Um, they're also a team that, that could use uh, some corner help. Um, I don't think anybody sold on Eli Apple. But he he hasn't been like a major issue. No. I th- Defense has been good. Yeah, I know. The defense has been awesome. Dennis Allen, star, hire him as head coach. Someone will. Probably. The Broncos. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, the, I mean, just draft another running back because, like, whatever, man. Um, no, I think receiver's really interesting way to go. Uh, obviously, Michael Thomas, their big slot, Traquan Smith, 
has flashed a bit, but he's been banged up. Ted Ginn's that deep threat. Um, if they're looking at receiver, I think Tom Wallace would be a really cool fit. There's a lot of, like, like I think Chanel would be an interesting fit, the too. The thing with that is, I think he's going to predominantly be playing in the slot, and obviously they play Michael Thomas a ton in the slot. Yeah, and uh, again... Wallace he, has the ability to play inside and outside. Um, he's also a better route runner than Chanel. Uh, he's, a, 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 like, despite not being the biggest guy in the world, awesome um, contested, contested catches. catches. Yeah. So I think he'd be a very, very immediate plug-and-play guy. And he can be a deep threat. He can make plays after the catch. I don't know if you saw this past Saturday. He, yeah. That was insane. It was. So um, I'm going to take him, I think. Unless honestly, you want to fight me on it. No, no, no. Of all the... I don't... I think it makes sense. I think of all the guys on the on the board at the position, I would take Talon Wallace. Me too. That's why. I did. But, yeah. I, so I'm not, I'm not going to fight you. You're lucky. <laughs> Oh, that's a fight I was ready to lose. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. The 49ers are now on the clock at 31. <laughs> Jimmy G just lost the Super Bowl to New England. <laughs> uh, another weird team. <laughs> Stop. I'm going to be they, sick. They, <laughs> um, uh, corner? I guess. I don't know. Like it's Why? They've... They, They've had, uh, their defense is great. Their defense is great. Richard Sherman's been a pro bowler. I think they like Arkell Witherspoon's look pretty good. They've got some yeah. um, impressive player of uh, Emmanuel Mosley. Yes, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's I, true. I don't. I don't think corners the need that it used to be. But at the same time, like receiver also isn't because they just. Did you hear that rumor they were going to try and trade for Taylor Gabriel? Did see that? That was also weird. Um, I know, and like. They obviously drafted Debo and Jalen Hurd, which we don't know how they're going to use them, but they've drafted them and traded for Sanders. Obviously, like, the defensive line is loaded, which exactly. is funny. Eric Armstead has been really quietly awesome this year and has been actually playing more than D Ford, who's – I like how they're using D Ford, though. They're keeping mm-hmm. him fresh and just let him he, – he's been awesome as a pass rusher, and they're, like, almost using him as this juiced-up pass rusher, almost like Elvis Doomerville, especially early in his career. Um, where it's like almost a pass rush snap count or uh, yeah. pitch count, yeah. and then Armstead's the base guy. But Armstead's a free agent after the year. Um, also, I, I don't put, like interior offensive lines. Something to look at, but like who who would you go with here? The though? online group is weird, especially on the IOL. Like I don't yeah. think there's anyone I would like. I think after the two centers, I think for me it's Shane Lemieux, and I'm not taking him to like no, the third no. round. Um, like replacing Staley or sorry, Staley's replacement, I should say is. But at the same time, Justin School's been awesome as a rookie for them. Yeah. So I, I think that would depend on how sold they are on him. They're. It's the first time I agree with you about how weird they are. I know. That's why don't tell me to stop. They are tough to draft for. Hey, does Shanny just want another running? Back? I was about to say that they're going to sign a couple more too anyway. I know. So I mean, I, I think they're kind of tough. Um. Let me think. I want to keep looking. Uh, it's tough. Um, Keep saying it. Rob, um, can I say something about this one? Yeah. It's tough. And s- safety? Maybe? I think safety is interesting. I think you're set with... Like, I like Chukwiski Tart as, as you're uh, strong. I think it's kind of open opposite him. Um, like, Tavares Moore hasn't been the guy? 
they've used like they use like multiple guys in different roles. Uh, Silas done a really good job with it, where like like Jimmy Ward's plays some nickel, but he also plays some actual safety. Uh, DJ Reed, same kind of idea there. You know what? I'm sold. I, I'm going to take Ashton Davis. I see. My thing that popped in my head was I just think Ashton Davis is a good fit. I agree. I think they would have so much fun with him back there. I'm glad we worked our way to Ashton Davis. Keep him in state. Yeah, keep him in the Bay Area. Um, he, I think they would have a lot of fun with him back there. He's got the ability to play single high in that like classic yeah. Seattle mold. But yeah. He also has the ability to come down and match up a, as a nickel defender. Um, he throws his body around. Exactly. He missed tackles, but like you know he's a willing def- run defender. Mm-hmm. Plus, I th- reportedly just going to test incredibly. He feels like the guy when I first watched him this year, but it's going to be even more so with him than it was with Darnell Savage, where it's yeah. like, I watched him and I loved him, yeah. and he just slowly creeps the board. That feels what Ashton Davis is going to be like. I agree. Um, okay, the Patriots on the clock at 32. They're a weird team. <laughs> so many holes. They love Georgia running backs. They do. That's true. Uh, so they're thinking, let's take another. Um, Can I say I, I'm glad this is being weird because it's so close to Halloween. It's going to be weird. What, the podcast or just the draft? The mock? All of the above. Okay. Uh, you can see we're losing our energy as we near the end. My eyes no, I got, I'm full of energy. Grant Kelke tears the pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was ready, locked and loaded. I wasn't even thinking about that. I don't know. I just came to my head. Anyways. Um, okay, obviously their defense has been the best in the NFL. The best of all time. Yeah, it's fucked. It doesn't make sense. Um, so I don't think they're like immediately looking there. Offensive line has been an actual issue this year. Uh, but like, we already talked about it. There's no one like you're like running to the podium for right now. Uh, but. they probably It makes sense. I know. I'm not, I'm not fighting you. I'm just saying. Um, I think offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Depending on how they feel about Marcus Cannon going forward, the issue is guards more of an issue. Joe Thune's a free agent, and and obviously at center David Andrews missed the whole is missing the whole year. Yeah, um, and I think that he is a question going forward for health reasons. So I, I, yeah, I, again, no immediate like O line you're taking here. They've got the greatest linebacking core of all time. Plus, it doesn't even matter who they play there; they just could get production. Um, they could start looking into the future. Uh, for like, I think Xavier McKinney, although not a need, is such a nice fit mm-hmm. for this uh, secondary. But again, not like a big need by any means. Uh, kind of stuck. Can I? I'd also say uh, not a need, but I think Gallimore would look awesome in the defensive line too. Yeah, but the, yeah, then at the same time, like Lawrence Guy and Adam Butler have been awesome, and Danny Shelton as the the note, like those three. Yeah. Been t- like it's not a need. It's not. It must be nice to be a Patriots fan. Um, I, I couldn't imagine what it feels like. Like I'm sure they want a tight end, but like who are you reaching yeah, for? Yeah, like here? you're not taking one in the first round. Um, and uh, then uh, yeah, I, I had a th- like Kenny Willikies. I think like him and Chase Winovich. Come on, I Bo- love. I think think about yeah. how much Boston's gonna love that. They they would fucking love that. I think like like Weaver makes sense too, but like it's hard to go to edge again, right? Just they get so much production out of, of multiple guys, and they're not a team that like lo- like uses that classic true like Trey Flowers uh, uh, and Michael 
Bennett's, those types of the, I mean, Michael Bennett obviously didn't work out, but like yeah. that type of edge has been what they've leaned to instead of like that classic true edge. Um, hey Rob, hey Rob. What? How about Jake Fromm? God. How about Jalen Hurts? Let's break the internet and take Jalen Hurts. Boston wouldn't like that. <laughs> that, was, that was good, eh? Yeah. Um, they'd love Jake Fromm, though. Uh, Retweet. I actually don't know what to do. I don't know either. Um, Receiver's still a thing. Yeah, it is. Like, isn't Philly Dorsett a free agent? Oh, that's a huge loss for them. It actually. I know it is. No, but they can't take first-round receivers back-to-back years. It feels not like something pathology. We're struggling with this so much. It's just because I would just totally take an interior off its lineman if there was one worth taking. I know. And then, like... Like Prince Tigo Inoga, but like, like Niang maybe I, I don't. Niang feels like a more Patriots pick than I know Prince that. Like on off the line, that was my thought. He's injured now, and like, yeah, God, sucks. I hate myself. I mean, if one of the tight ends goes and blows up the combine, buy, buy me some time while I quickly look up their contracts. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, again, if one of the tight ends goes and blows up, the, I don't know if we're gonna see a tight end go in the first round. I, right now, I say no. But again, if they Hopkins would be the one, I would like say could get himself there. Yeah. He also, I, I, I think it'd be a nice fit in New England. But like, yeah, again, I'm not taking him here. No, I, I wouldn't hate Hunter Bryan either. But again, yeah, not taking him here. I'm just glad we're not gonna have a running back go in the first round. Should we DeAndre Swift here? No. Yeah, Dorsett. Just- is a free agent. Well, so, okay. So if we're is talking Joe receiver. Thune. Sorry. So is Joe Thune. So is Danny Shelton. You know, Aaron Butler's restricted. Yes, do Gallimore because I like it too much. Do it. I'm Jamie Collins and Kyle Van Noy are free agents. Andrew Landon Roberts. But they know they can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they know if they leave, they're nothing. Their, their values. No, but that's why they, they also know they cash in for the and then just come back. That's true. That's Jamie true. Collins does it again. That's genius. Do you, do you think that could possibly happen? That's Devin so McCourty's a free agent. He would never leave. No one's leaving. That's the issue. It's like none of these guys are leaving. Also, like, who would I even take to be a linebacker edge hybrid type? It's just such a specific thing. I know. I'm just going to take Neville Gallimore. I like it. I'm just glad we got him in the first round. I wish we didn't spend 15 minutes talking about it and I just did it like you told me originally. It's all right. I, I like the fit. And like you said, Shelton's a free agent. He, he's kind of a combination of all those guys in the front, Rob. He brings a ton of athleticism. Athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> and he can play three tech, one tech, five yeah. tech. Like, you just play him everywhere. Just whatever. It's justified. Anyway, done with that. Thank all God. right. Now on to the, the post-mock recap show. <laughs> God, it's been an hour and 20-ish. Uh, anyway. Good uh, mock. Support from Armchair today comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Good rhyme. One time, I wasn't totally sure how razors worked. Well, I knew how straight razors worked. Or, like, mm-hmm. not straight straight razors, but, like, like a Gillette, whatever. A five-blade Gillette, yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Not great for shaving your balls. No. So then I was like, oh, what about this electric razor? Yeah, cut my balls. That hurt a lot. 
It's so scary, Rob. <laughs> it's terrifying. Also, like, do I need to shave that? I you do. I think do. I do. I, I, for myself. Look, I, I, I've seen the old Batwing down there, and you figured it out eventually, but... And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has propriety skin-safe technology, so this summer won't... The, the, I said summer. So this trimmer <laughs> won't nick or snag your nuts. Let me say, the best time to have no pubes is in the summer. Fact. Manscaping... Accidents are finally a thing of the past. Thank God, because they're fucking. I haven't shaved my balls since. <laughs> and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your. Bo- oh, you're not supposed to do that. That's don't just tell nasty. us what to do. That's just nasty. It says, Manscaped <laughs> has, also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on your, the smelliest part of your body? This actually <laughs> sounds like something you really do need. That makes it I've, sound like I smell bad down there, but still. You do, but it's okay. I've always I've always been like, why does it say on deodorant not to use it anywhere other than your underarms? I've put... Um, You're not supposed to. <laughs> I've put... The, do you know what like, Tiger Bomb is? I <laughs> I do know what time. Like, uh, what's another word for it? What, like, not ointment. I see how. I don't know. Anyway, for like muscle pain, I put it on my balls on a day or once. It hurt a lot. Anyway, Manscaped is figuring out all these problems, Rob. Get twenty percent off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code armchair. I actually, that's something, that's a product I legitimately need. Thank you, Rob. That was your balls saying thank you to you. My balls are women, so that's not <laughs> exactly. how they sound. That's how they sound. How they sound. <laughs> like, uh, no, like a the women with like a, like a smoker's cough. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, anyway. Quickly. To <laughs> Thanks for the shave doll. The show's gone too long. <laughs> Mock drafts are always a mess here. That's it. Yeah. in heaven. Um, do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you can bet games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet's going to lose, just take the other side. Or parlay a bunch of stuff and cash in with a small bet. Join now. My bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code chair to activate the offer. That's promo code chair. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, okay, quickly, college football, week 10. The nationally televised games, all spreads from my bookie. You know the huge course, 12, noon, ABC. Number 14, Michigan at Maryland. Wolverines, 19.5 point favorites. Hail to the victors, baby. I'm just going to buy Notre Dame. I'm not even going to break these things down. I, I agree. Michigan. Give me Michigan. I don't trust Maryland. Uh, also noon, ESPN. This this one hits close to home for us. North Carolina State at number tw- 23, Wake Forest. Uh, the Demon Deacons, eight-point favorites. What we thinking? Uh, I'm throwing this one back to 2017, Rob, and giving them an NC State pick, plus the points. Okay, I'm taking the Demon Deacons. I believe in Sage Surratt carrying this team. The Surratt brothers are the, the two best players in the ACC. I say. Wait, wait, Wake wins, but NC State covers. Okay, that's fair. I, I, I think Wake covers. Uh, NC State's not been very good this year. They're not no. a they're not an NFL program. <laughs> what uh, did you just say? Noon on Fox, Nebraska at Purdue. I don't know why this is nationally televised. 
Uh, Cornhuskers, two-point favorites. It's the big noon game, Rob. I'm sorry. Uh, My bad. I, I don't... Uh, similar still hurt. I, bad I'm taking noon Nebraska. games. Yeah, I'm taking Nebraska, Rob. I'm taking Purdue. I don't... I don't think I feel good about Frost as the Nebraska head coach. I just don't like some of the stuff he says, and I love Braum. So I'm taking Purdue plus the points. I do too, but they just stink. Some stinkers for Purdue. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, 3.30, CBS, um, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Number yeah. eight, Georgia, playing number six, Florida, in Jacksonville. Uh, Bulldogs, six-point favorites. Florida-Georgia line will be at the game. Um... I'm taking Florida plus the points because I don't like either football team. I'm taking Georgia because this is like they have they can't lose this game. I also don't believe in Trask. Uh, if Kirby Smart's worth a damn, he has to win this game. Yeah, but six points is a lot. That's that's just it, my. It is, but uh, I mean, Jake Fromm is a first round quarterback, or is he? Didn't go in our mock. Um, I I I just refuse to believe in Florida. Me too, but I'm doing it like a dumb dumb. 3.30 ABC, Miami at Florida State. Classic game to tune into. Seminoles, yeah. four-point favorites. Yeah, speaking of not believing in Florida, I don't believe in the state of Florida, and I don't believe in this game, but I'm taking Florida State. I'm going to take Florida State as well. The Miami QB plays so consistent. They look awful against Pitt, but, I mean, they pulled it out, but ugly, ugly game. Uh, yeah. I think the Seminoles just have more playmakers on but like on both sides of the balls, Cam Akers, Marvin Wilson, the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, three thirty ESPN, TCU at Oklahoma State. Lots of like not ranked teams playing nationally televised yeah. games. Um, the o- Oklahoma State three point favorites. Two teams I haven't really been able to figure out entirely this year. Kind of can drop any game and can win any game. I'm taking Oklahoma State just because their offense is fun. <laughs> they got good players there. Uh, TCU's offense isn't fun, Rob, so I'm taking Oklahoma State. I'm, I'm going to take Oklahoma State, too. Um, it's going to be an interesting game to see how Rigger looks because Oklahoma State's got two interesting corners. Um, and then on, on the other side, you get Wallace versus Gladney. That's a good yeah. matchup. But, it yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Oklahoma State because they're at home. Uh, 4 p.m. on Fox. This is the first game I think like I'm very interested in we're talking about. Uh, number nine, Utah at Washington. Utah, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Feels like Upset City. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Go ahead, Rob. Great Sorry. test for Jacob Eason. Utah's got a tough defense. This game matters for his draft stock. It does. And let me say something. Whenever the Pac-12 has a team rise and they need them to keep winning, they don't. I'm taking the Huskies. I'm taking the Huskies. I don't think Utah's the ninth best team in the country. Um, the spread's fair. I think that's a fair spread. Me too. Um, I think Chris ins- Peterson just knows how to get his guys up for a game like this. Yeah. And then if it were the other way around and Washington was nine and Utah <laughs> was unranked, I would take Utah. I 100% agree. It's in Seattle, too. Um, I, go, go Huskies. Okay, 7 p.m. ESPN, Ole Miss at number 11, Auburn. Um, Why? I don't know. <laughs> Tigers, 18.5 point favorites. That's good enough for me. Yeah, that's a, give me Auburn, too. Let's move on. Okay, finally, 7.30, ABC. Let's number go. 15, SMU at number 24, Memphis. Uh, Memphis, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Why? Why is Memphis favorite, Rob? Coach. <laughs> Fuck, you got me there. <laughs> Shit. I can't I can't disagree with Mike Norvell. Um, I'm taking SMU. I'm taking, I'm taking SMU. I'm taking SMU, too, because that that's a, uh, that's a Mike Leach program. It's true. Penny Hardaway's gonna have that 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 crowd fired up. I'm telling you that. But uh, I think SMU is good. Eric Dickerson's gonna be on the SMU sideline. I just know it. 
It's true. It's true. Okay, 8 p.m. Fox, number seven, Oregon, at USC. Ducks, four and a half point favorites. Feels like a classic letdown. Like, Oregon can fi- oh. Like, Oregon's actually got a shot at the playoffs once again, so they'll lose. They will lose. But <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Oregon. I'm also taking Oregon. Justin Herbert can't lose this game. USC almost lost to Colorado. They're not good. They're not good, no. I, I think both the Ducks and the Utah are overrated. So. I think Clay Helton needs to be fired. Why so, is he still the coach? I don't know. Rule Ducks. Rule Ducks. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. Follow me at Rob Paul NFL. Uh, go to armchairmedianetwork.com. Listen to other podcasts. Read my NFL draft stuff. Goodbye.